Welcome to Life Skills 101, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. Your host, Lisa Nearing, has homeschooled her five kids for the last 29 years. She has a master's degree in human brain development and a master's in marriage and family therapy. She is currently the owner of True North, offering everything from Hebrew classes to chemistry. She and her husband, Dr. David Nearing, are passionately committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools and resources necessary to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, your host. Hey, you guys, it is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy, and I am here today with Tamara Poole, and I'm so excited that she's here to chat today. Um, Tamara has graduated three kids from homeschool high school. And if you talk to her for more than 10 minutes, you realize that she is a world-class educator and she gets how to think and how to get your kids to think. And she's going to be teaching this well for us at True North Homeschool Academy. She's done some stuff in the membership site and is doing book clubs for moms. And we'll talk more about that in a few minutes, but glad you're here, Tamara. Thanks for, thanks for making time in your day. Uh, we are going to talk about summer goal planning. Um, and it's a weird summer to plan for, isn't it? <laughs> Nobody knows what they're doing in some ways. Um, but we just we just finished up our creative writing class, and I had the kids set goals for summer. And I think it's really it's really good to to think about what the possibilities are, even when you're in a weird situation like we all find ourselves in right now. So I'm glad you're on to talk about this. Well, um, yeah, this is a weird time for everything, but I think we can still set some goals. And one of the things that we always did, and I think for homeschoolers, I think for parents in general, whether or not you send your kids to a private school, a public school, you're in a a day school program, umbrella school, co-op, whatever, or you're just strictly homeschooling and you're all by yourself alone, you know, schooling all your own kids. um, It's, there's still this whole summer thing. And unless you're schooling year round where you've got specific breaks, um, you, you still have like this stretch. And so for, for, for our family, the whole idea of summer goals was just more like a summer thing, but we also had other holiday goals because we had that big break, um, that we would take, uh, uh, around the Christmas holidays. We would, yeah. we would take a lengthier break then because just being in ministry, we had a lot of stuff going on. And yeah. so it just made sense to kind of take a breather there but we would also set goals during that time too. So Mm -hmm. for us, it was this concept applied, not just to the summer, but it applied to all the different kind of breaks or even a vacation. And it wasn't, this wasn't like a, we have to do it or we're bad people or Mm -hmm. like a a type personality driven thing. It's more like this is an opportunity and we want to seize it. Like seize Mm -hmm. the day is more what this is about. And so we just used um, when, like praying for my kids. I still pray this. Um, I pray Luke two fifty two over them. Um, that's the one about Jesus growing in wisdom and stature and in favor mm-hmm. with God and man. And I would just take those four things and I would apply that to homeschool in general, um, growing in wisdom. So that would be, you know, your, your inner intellect is how I applied it. Stature would be your, your physical growth and development. So mm-hmm. growing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and in favor with man. So in their relationship mm-hmm. with their heavenly father and then the relationship with other people. And so I would look at that and those would be my focus for the school year, but that would also be our focus um, with summer goals or mm-hmm. holiday goals. Yeah. And, and the difference being that for the school year, a lot of times I would sit down and just kind of map out and mm-hmm. they would have a little bit of input 
you know, yeah. more and more input as they got older, but mm-hmm. it was mainly me, you know, math's yeah. not an option. Neither was piano <laughs> lessons. <Right. laughs> There's just certain right. things that we do. Um, and, but in the summer, it was very open. I would kind mm-hmm. of have some skeletal ideas of things I knew I personally would be maybe praying for them about, or that I would love to mm-hmm. see happen. And I would try to nurture and, um, kind of not manipulate, but organize life to where these kinds of opportunities could happen um, right. for either conversations or, you know, arranging, like if I knew I needed to invest in this certain part of a child's life, I would arrange my life to make sure that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. But I would ask them, you know, what do you guys want to do? What do you want to learn? And, um, and just as a, a disclaimer, we live on a shoestring budget. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but I would try my best to, budget for things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, learning to ride a motorbike was not an option for us. Nobody asked Mm -hmm. for that, but I mean, it's not an option because we did, we we didn't have the funds for that. But on the other hand, I will say that there were certain things that we could have never afforded in our normal lives that God just knew those are things we needed or things, Mm -hmm. my skills, my kids need to have. And he always brought supplies and we needed them. So it's just one of those things. Don't be afraid to ask. You have not because you ask not. And, and I, I was always astounded, which I shouldn't have been, but to see, you know, how the Lord provided for certain things that we would have never, like somehow we were able to afford piano lessons from like four and five years old all the way through high school. It's like, that's crazy. But we and did. It, and it's expensive and it gets almost more expensive the more talented your kids are. That is true. <laughs> but that is when I started to get more money. <laughs> and then when they were younger, we had just this amazing teacher, but she was still charging what she had charged back in the 70s. Wow. Because that's and and we were like, you know, you can charge more. And she's like, no, I'm good. I like your kids and and they're learning. And so um, yeah, I will say now. I pay more for one hour for one child than I paid for all three. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) So anyway, um, that all being said, so let's just say one kid wanted to learn how to make sushi over the summer. So it was one of those things where we sit down, you know, you go to the library, you watch a YouTube video, whatever it is, you get the things and you start learning. And so then you start writing down, what do you actually need? Now, one of the one of the things about setting goals and stuff is that um, sometimes you don't need what people say you need. Yeah, and true, just be, true. right, right. So, I mean, if you've got the budget for it, just go get all the stuff somebody says you need, <laughs> or just start doing some research and asking around, and you know, whittling it down to what you actually need, and go mm-hmm. for it. Um, and of course, you can always borrow, you can get things um, Mm -hmm. used. A lot of other people try all sorts of things and they discard them. You know, it was their summer goal last year and Uh they, you know, they did it or they got through it and then they gave it up or whatever. So you can capitalize on that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So we did a lot of different things over the summer, over the years um, and over the holidays, just with that simple concept of, Mm -hmm. you know, your mind, your physical body, um, your friendships and your relationship with God. Mm, I love it. Yeah. How did you, I mean, to me, it seems so simple to do the physical body in the summer because we live, we live a little bit North of you, but we're both in the upper Midwest where it gets really cold and icky and windy. So if you have 
if you have low temperatures and wind, you're not outside hanging out usually because it's just the wind chill is out of control. But in the summer, it's easy to just go outside and take walks and garden and stuff like that. Um, did you have specific goals for summer for that? Or did you just enjoy bike trails and walking and things like that? Well, I think you could do both. And we we did both um, because, and again, I don't want to come across as like um, the type A personality because mm-hmm. I think I'm really kind of middle of the road. I naturally lean towards needing some things organized in life because I mm-hmm. feel yeah. know, like I'm off if I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But um, on the other hand, um, when I say this, just understand, my husband's an Iron Man. So, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that was perspective on your life. <laughs> so that's impressive. I seriously, <laughs> really impressive. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, and so it's just a little bit of a story because then you understand how God works and how, you know, you go with the flow. So it sounds like mm-hmm. someone's an Iron Man. Well, that's not a, that's definitely type A. That's not type B. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody was clear a clear idea of what they want to get to that's what that is <laughs> exactly and yeah. my husband had heard about triathlons he'd, he'd always been an athlete he was one of those kids that did all the sports in schools because he grew up in a small town school in yeah. rural Iowa and you you played sports year-round and and you were in the plays and you were in yeah. the band and you <laughs> did all the things <laughs> you did all the things I did not grow up in a school where you can do all the things you had to choose uh-huh. Yeah. So he did all the things. And, um, and so he was always really physically active and he heard about triathlons and he, he had tried as an adult, he had tried like, um, basketball leagues and softball leagues. And he just, the having to manipulate his life to work, to get to all these team things while he was also being a pastor and trying to raise a family, it just Mm -hmm. got, it was just a lot. And he really wanted to be active. So he started running and a friend of his said, and he always quit, you know, yeah. like he would run and he'd quit and he'd run yeah. and he'd quit. And a friend of his said, you need to stop running and you need to start training. Oh. Just register for something. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of us, that's how we do goals. Like yeah. if we say we're going to learn to do such and such, mm-hmm. we never learn it. We might even have all the stuff, but it just doesn't happen. But if we say we're going like, for example, a book, I'm going to read this book, but I never do. Well, mm-hmm. you know how I'm going to read that book by tell, starting a book club about that yeah. book. Mm-hmm. And and maybe we'll read the book or maybe we'll all get together and talk about not reading the book. But, it, you know, that is yeah. one step in the right direction. <laughs> so my yeah. husband um, started signing up for races like a 5K, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Heard about triathlons and had talked about them with me. So I saw in an advertisement, one of those free newsletters at the grocery market. Mm hmm. Uh, I picked it up because I was always looking for stuff for my kids to do. Yeah. And my husband, I was like, oh, my goodness, there's a meeting here about a triathlon coming to Des Moines. And I said, you should go. And so he went. Wow. And here's how God works. Because so, my husband was interested in possibly doing one before he turned 40. Mm-hmm. So he's like 37 or something. Yeah. And he goes to this meeting thinking, you know, in a couple years, I'll run one. Um, right. train and run for one. Um, so he's sitting there and he's actually getting discouraged because he's realizing how much equipment you need, how much training you need. And he's like, oh my goodness, I, I can't even afford to enter one of these races, much less, yeah. you know, buy all this yeah. stuff. Turns out the table he was sitting at with people he did not know somehow 
Iowa being Iowa, he ends up having relationships somehow with a bunch of different people at this table. And they have been doing this stuff and they all give him hand-me-downs, gift cards, um, clues as to where to go for training. And suddenly he has no excuse not to do a triathlon that year. (laughs) Wow. He has a bike. He has bike shoes. He has bike shorts. He has... (laughs) Wow. Some of that equipment is really pricey. Very, very pricey. And all along the way, the Lord kept providing. He ended up being a chaplain for a race. He ended up praying for it. It's just all these amazing opportunities opened up because he was doing this. Um, Just so many God moments that happened because of this. But Mm. it, it just started with saying, you know, I'd really like to do this at some point in my life. Yeah. And then somebody else saying, hey, go try it. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much how I see the summer goals or holiday goals is, is trying to find out for my kids, what are the things you're interested in? What would you like to try? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. can I invest a little bit of money, $10 in some origami paper, mm-hmm. $10 in a Rubik's cube, yeah, um, $30 in a bunch of food for sushi night because sushi ended <laughs> up not being cheap. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, with the sushi thing, we were reading all these books. We were like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this, you know, and, and it was just like, we kept procrastinating it, you know, Uh a friend called and was like, Hey, we're going to do a sushi night. You want to come? And we're like, yeah, we're there. (laughs) Isn't that neat? How, when you just put out something something to the universe, the universe universe is like, like, Hey, come come on, on. let's Let's do this party. party. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's all it takes really was what we found is just, just as a family discussing it. Now we've done this as a family with just talking about it. We've made dream boards. You can look Mm -hmm. on Pinterest for dream boards. Mm -hmm. Um, You can make all sorts of different ways to set your goals, but it was so fun just to sit and talk about what we'd love to do, brainstorm different things. If we, you know, if we could do this, we would do it. And, um, and then as a parent to make room for that mm-hmm. in their lives. Um, so is your husband still running? Actually, um, he did, he did finish his Ironman. So we did the Ironman and he does run sometimes. He actually was in charge of a running club for the Y here. And he was, um, lifeguard at the Y. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you get all these weird jobs too, um, when you do these things, but he had like a back injury. Mm-hmm. And so he's still working on getting, um, his back right. So we take lots and lots of walks and he does his stationary bike and mm-hmm. rides his bike and stuff. But here's the other thing just about triathlons in general. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the nice things is, is, is homeschooling families. Sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where we, it, the team sports not working with our school, mm-hmm. um, either the sport we want's not available or they meet too often or they meet too little or they meet too far away, whatever, mm-hmm. or they're really hardcore and we're not, or they're too loose and we're competitive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all these reasons are valid reasons. One of the things we discovered about the triathlons, cause they were kitty tries. Um, so our kids mm-hmm. got to do those kinds of things wow. with the equipment you need. Now, of course, there's the kitty tries with the kids like my kids in their Hawaiian Bermuda short mm-hmm. swim trunks and their, you know, their little bikes with the ding, ding, you know, <laughs> and their glow shoes, you know, that's my kids. Um, 
And there were the kids that were like professionally training, going to do this for life kind of thing, getting sponsorships. So they're all in the same triathlon. Yeah. But it's, that's the real, that's real life. When you go to Ironman or any other triathlon, you've got the guys like my husband who are in the age groupers and they're pacing themselves at, you know, nine minute miles or whatever. And then you've got the people that are professionals and Olympic athletes. And that's what's so fun is you get to rub shoulders with these people. But the thing about it was that we needed running shoes, a bike and swim trunks. Mm-hmm. or a swimsuit. And other than that, we didn't need any other equipment to train mm-hmm. or to do these. And my kids now always know how to go running, stretching out and, you know, and pacing themselves. Mm-hmm. They know how to ride their bikes for long distances and they can swim. Yeah, and, and they can do those without a team. They can do those with the team. They can sign up for another race. So for us, that really did end up being a huge benefit. And I would have to say like all these little summer goals and things we did, ended up being just like lifetime little either memories, mm-hmm. um, laughable things. Like when my daughter tried acrylics and was like, Oh, you know, mm-hmm. didn't like the acrylics. Uh, just, there's just things you discover and, and you realize, but you know, now she knows. As kids get older, some of these interests that they start out with end up being really almost prof- semi-professional kind of things that they can do. Um, it's just really neat. Like my daughter's doing a lot of gardening and has for a couple of years and she's out there landscaping our acreage really. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but we have so many more trees because she got really into it. And, um, she has been planning this summer's gardening stuff since probably January. It's pretty phenomenal. So, um, those summer goals can really turn into some cool things. Um, what do you guys, have you guys already sat down and talked about your summer goals? No, actually, um, one child is probably realizing his summer goals. He, um, he got, he was working at a car dealership, um, Mm -hmm. uh, as part, you know, his job during college, he's a sophomore in college and, um, got laid off Mm -hmm. and then was really bummed because, you know, and his internship ended. So he eats like, Oh no, what am I going to do with my summer? And he ended up getting a call, um, and was trained in how to do dent repair. Oh. And actually traveled to St. Louis to do dent repair. Mm-hmm. And then now he's in Ohio doing dent repair. Oh. And he might get to stop home on his way to Texas to do some dent repair for a few more weeks. So I think his summer is pretty much set. And he'd he'd had it in the back of his mind. He'd heard about dent repair as a mm-hmm. possible like side hustle kind of thing. Yeah. And he'd always wanted to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this opportunity rose, rose up. So I got, I'm, I'm, this is probably his summer goal because like from seven in the morning till six at night, this is what he's doing every day. Cause wow. the goal is to get so many cars through because yeah. you're paid by car and you need to get done at this place. People get their cars back and then he goes to the next place. Wow. So he's, he's working on that. Um, and his school, his college lets out like mid April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they don't, they only take two weeks off at, at the winter holiday. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's doing that now. Um, and that's probably going to take his whole summer. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll have any other goals because that's, that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. Knowing him though, he'll have something he learns on the side. Yeah. But that's, a big, that's like a lifetime thing he can do. We have friends, uh, adult men, that's their side hustle. They go get insurance, um, cars that have been like totaled out by the insurance that need body work. They fix it up and make nice profits on it for they bring in a lot of money over, you know, over the course of a year doing that. That's a great thing to learn. And then, um, my, 
my son's, my other one, he's actually in his finals and his yeah. summer goal was to take the MCAT because he wants to go to med school. Um, but the MCAT has been canceled. Registration has been suspended until May 7th. So he might be able to register, but that means he can't take it in May because you have to register 30 days in advance. So I don't know what it'll be now. His uh, whole life is kind of like, eh. yeah, um, that, I, that I really wondered about that for the testing for the seniors and for the juniors. I mean, we we're talking scholarship dollars, what's next. And it could be a really interesting year after this spring of no testing, um, well, yeah. Okay. So he's, he might have to pivot like everybody else in the world right now. Yeah. And then my daughter, she's graduated from high school. And right now her goal is to figure out how to do her senior recital and art gallery online. Oh, wow. Since, you know, the relatives won't be traveling. So she's yeah. figuring that out. And then she'd like to make some money mm -hmm. because she, you know, she, her job was teaching art and teaching piano. And she's moved art to online, mm -hmm. um, but she doesn't really like that. Mm -hmm. So it, everything does translate super easily. I mean, some of the classes we are offering at True North, the, the Claritas, it's taken us a year and a half to get classical memory online where we're in a sweet spot and we can tell the new teachers what it's going to look like. Cause it's not a parallel transfer where you just pick it up and do it online. It's a different kind of experience for everybody. So yeah, you have to figure out some stuff. Yeah. yeah. So she's having a garden, yeah. but I don't think that's going to bring in like income. Yeah. But if anything, yeah. she's, she's going to do her garden and she's, she wants to learn some skills and things like that, but mm -hmm. nothing major has been set in stone for her. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's going to be getting all my classroom stuff. I'm going to be learning Zoom and Google Classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay. So before we end, I want to make sure everybody knows what you're teaching this year. Um, you're going to, you've been leading a book club in the membership and you're going to continue doing that for the parents over the summer. Um, Karen Glass, I think, right? Uh, the Karen Glass book. Yeah. So if you haven't had the joy of being in a discussion led group with camera pool, um, do yourself a favor and get in one. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so you're going to lead the parents through class and then in the fall you're going to teach oh and you're also doing speech this summer right yeah a speech club and a writing club yeah right right the middle school um, yeah the middle school writing club and then in the fall for the academic classes you're going to teach um lit and comp u.s lit and comp for high school students you and adam pruzan who is doing u.s and modern history through movies you guys have talked together about integrating those classes so mm -hmm. it's not like double the reading or they're integrated and oh my gosh i'm so excited for the kids taking those two classes yeah. and you're going to mention psychology and speech and debate did i miss anything mm -hmm. and orienteering so tamara's taking over orienteering so Super excited. Anything you want to share about those? I know you're still gathering books for things. <laughs> gathering books for things. I think just I'm excited about the classes and just bringing in that, that classical approach to making sure that we're questioning and we're questioning rightly and we're truly learning, not just checking boxes to get through mm -hmm. something. So that might mean in some ways we, we, we pull back until we really get it. In other ways, we move forward because we've gotten it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, just the whole idea of, you know, psychology leads to deep thinking and application. I'm excited about seeing how the students apply that in their own lives. Um, mm -hmm. 
and just seeing light bulbs come on and seeing them fall in love with learning, whatever the subject may be. I love it. I, we've had a lot of questions. Will there be too much writing and too much reading in the Lit and Comp? And my response to parents is there will be some because it's Lit and Comp. <laughs> but if if your kids have have areas where they need modifications in, we can we can work with you and the student because our goal is a lot of kids with processing disorders. It's not an ability um, as far as thought; it's ability as far as how they process and um, and produce. And we're willing to work with you and your kids and make it work. And when it comes to, like you said, I was talking with Adam Cruzan about the the movies, because if kids are taking, because he has them doing some writing and responses yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the students that are doing both, mm-hmm. um, we're going to work collaboratively to make sure that the writing load, the goal is to learn to write well. Yes. Not to learn to spit stuff out on mm-hmm. a regular basis that is not well-formed, well-thought-out. It's, it's mm-hmm. order of thought and order of communication. So mm-hmm. uh, we want to work together to make sure students that are in both of those classes are carrying a normal load that would equal a comp credit. Right. Um, and, the, and, and so for literature, of course, there's going to be literature. Now, what I'm, what I'm reading is there I can, I can offer some things for kids who want to get an honors designation, those kids that love to read. Yeah, I can provide some of that that they can do on the side and do on their own and, and mom can assign it. And if they do it, then they can mom can assign an H, you know, mm-hmm. an honors designation yeah. to that. Um, and it's the same thing for the psychology class. It's a club prep mm-hmm. class, but um, students don't have to do the club prep parts of it in order mm-hmm. to get their psychology credit. Yeah. So uh, there will be reading, there will be writing. But and, and as you said, if there's ever an issue all the parent needs to do is proactively mm-hmm. um, contact me, contact right. Lisa. Um, I am all about parents and students who are proactive and in advance come to me and say, hey, these are our issues. This is where we need accommodations. This is what we need to do. Or mm-hmm. proactively say, hey, we've got a tournament this weekend. Can we turn something yeah. in early? Or, you know, just what is not good in life and in these classes is contacting me the night of uh-huh. <laughs> or during class and saying, Oh, by the way, you know, yeah. I was playing in the church band this week and didn't do my paper. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but we're going to work it out with you. If you work it out with us and I'm exactly excited because um, I've taught the site class and I think it's a foundational class for our kids to understand human nature. There's a lot of brain study in this class, which I think takes a lot of kids by surprise, but it's, most of them are usually pretty fascinated by what they learn in the psych class because it's not what they expect and they learn a lot of cool stuff. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll put links. Yeah. Anything else? We should probably wrap it up. Okay, you guys, we'll talk to you soon. And if you need to get a hold of Tamara, um, she's in the True North Home School Tribe group, as am I, and you can ask us questions about the classes or setting a summer schedule or goals or anything like that, we'd love to chat with you. And we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Tamara. Bye. Thank you for listening to Life Skills 101. You can visit Lisa at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. Life Skills 101 is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. (laughs) 